2: welcome to the latest edition of the best in these podcasts today is a very special edition we have a leeds festival special looking at everything you need to know about this year's event um got a few of us on today so we'll all say hello i'm craig um sam how are you
0: today i'm good yeah excited festival season has been in full swing but everyone's waiting for leeds and the bank holiday i think it's the main one isn't it and we've also got rebecca
2: so how are you
3: I'm good, really excited
0: to see who the secret sets are going to
2: be mm, Lovely, well we'll get onto that a bit later on um, So this year's festival is being headlined by uh, Fallout Boy, Kings of Leon and uh, Kendrick Lamar which I know a lot of people are excited about It's going to be taking place at Bramham Park again at the um, August holiday weekend And Sam, what are your memories of going there previously?
0: So I, oh, this is a bit weird make me sound old, so thanks So my first Leeds Festival Sorry. was um, 2003, uh, when I was 15 yeah, that would be right. So I was fifteen, mum wouldn't let me camp, had a strop, went for two days instead of a Saturday and Sunday and just loved it. And I kept going then every year till around two thousand seven. So And your highlights in that time would be? Ooh gosh, there's so many. Um Muse, headline one year is there, don't remember I think that might have been 07, they were amazing. The white stripes, I think which were 04, um, were absolutely incredible. That was such a good headline set as well. Um, I just I got to see the AAS live for the first time oh, at cool, Leeds yeah. Festival I've seen them a few times since but they were on the main stage and it was like a Saturday afternoon sunny sort of slot, really really nice and um, the Rapture a uh, drunk bloke on a shuttle bus to the festival um, coming back I think on the Saturday I was heading back in on the Sunday and he said go see the Rapture they're on at this time in this tent oh, is and the I was, assured. was like
2: Tip of a drunk blog, obviously. yeah
0: and he was so passionate, bless him, and leathered, that I was like, all right, fine, and we just went because we didn't have anything else <laughs> in that spot. And the Rapture were amazing, so yeah, lovely. And Rebecca, what's your memories of going to Leeds?
3: Well, the first one I ever went to was 2009, mm-hmm. and again, my dad wouldn't let me go either. it's a isn't it? Yeah. So I was only allowed to go for one day, um, and we got VIP tickets from mm, the Kaiser Chiefs through my dad he knew someone so that worked out quite well Dad's connected yeah it's, well, it's a you know a very famous world is the printing industry <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got on the bus uh, me and my dad and my best friend and um, well that was the first one really and I remember all my friends were allowed to camp um, and then so at like 11 o'clock we had to say goodbye to them all and I was really <laughs> yeah. upset on the, on the bus back into Leeds even though my dad had bought these I I hate you. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, worst weekend ever.
2: <laughs> and then um, for myself, uh, I've only actually been to Leeds once, which is weird. You look at my arm with all this sort of starboard yeah, say
0: Craig's quite famous around these parts for having an arm entirely covered in festival wristbands. But yeah, only the one, Leeds one. Um, you must have such a tan line this year after the heatwave. Yeah, there you like, go. Sort of it's so pale. <laughs> so, there you go. there could be all sorts living under there. We
2: don't oh, know yeah, the spiders and rocks yeah. and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my, So my first Leeds was actually last year. Which felt weird as this sort God, of... God, you're a newbie. Yeah, it felt weird given it was like, you know, this teenage Rites of Passage thing. Especially yeah. in the north and the northwest, obviously. And I just yeah. completely missed that. Um, I think for me, because when I was doing it, it's probably the Rites of Passage one was maybe V Festival from like Manchester. Yeah, up, like, you down Staffs, yeah, you tried it in Yeah, so it was about near as far, I guess. But yeah, so last year was the first one. I've been to Reading twice, though. And it's weird, which we'll come to a bit later, but the two events are really different, despite being yeah. twin together.
0: That's the thing. I think the experience... 'Cause we were talking today about the fact that, you know, you've got a Reading, you can wander into town, you can buy yeah, supplies, yeah. you can got a pub, you can do all the rest of it, you know, they sort of run next to each other. Whereas Leeds, I think, does feel a lot more yeah, secluded. It
2: feels I mean Leeds is probably a lot more typical fest in the fields, so yeah, I think, you definitely. know what I mean? Like, Reading is like a bit of an extension of a town centre in a way. Yeah.
3: And no, yeah, it exactly. Have like um, a curfew as well. Yes,
2: it does. It does. Uh, yeah, the stuff at Reading just closes a lot earlier in Leeds. Cause you, you have a certain disco, but that's about it. At Reading, it sort all of shuts down about 11-ish. See, that's really
0: true. Because in the town centre, isn't it? So, I think uh, what you were saying about Rite of Passage, though. I think um, a big thing with Leeds Festival around here is that um, it's known as the place where, people, like, you've got kid, groups of kids there that've just got their GCSE results. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like the GCSE results celebration weekend because it's obviously it literally. I think the Thursday of that week yeah. is GCSE mm-hmm. results mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, 2010 I think was when I got my GCSE results and yep. I went straight there and then my mum dropped me off
0: for that yeah, my this first is, camping weekend. Yeah, this is literally how it works. You, you get your GCSE results, you go to Leeds festival. Um, so as I
2: say, last year being sort of late 20s it to my first one, that felt weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah.
0: I think as you do get, because it is a very young festival, yeah. I think having been to Glastonbury as well and you compare the two, the crowd definitely feels a lot younger at Leeds. Mm. Um but I suppose it's because it might be more accessible, you know, Glastonbury. Especially for teenagers around here, Glastonbury is a hell of a way.
2: Oh, God, yeah. yeah it's
0: yeah. a long, long trek, whereas as much as it's still in Bramham and, you know, I'm sure we'll be bringing you lots of updates from the traffic jams at the end of the month. Which will be lovely, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But it's still, it's accessible, it's it's still relatively affordable. Yeah, yeah, for, um, for a
2: weekend ticket, you know, yeah. Yes. Like and even a day ticket's all right, too, It's
0: like a, <laughs> it's like a gateway festival. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Challenges and opens up so many horizons. There you go. Um, yes, so let's look at our first feature for this edition. We're going to have a chat with um, John Mack throughout the show, who is the lead booker for Festival Republic, who look after Leeds Festival, Reading Festival, um, Latitude and various other festivals. Basically, if you want to play a festival in the UK, you need to get on this guy's good
0: books. You need to know this
2: man. Yes, exactly. So John's been speaking to us just about the preparations for this year's events and a little bit about the headliners.
1: John, tell us how the preparations for this year's festival are going in a minute. Uh, it's good at the moment, we're getting into the detail of you know what, what stage productions people are bringing how long their sets are, I kind of quite enjoy all of that mm. detail and trying to make the shows the best they can possibly be and we're adding production to the show there's a lot of additions, a lot of ex- exciting new things we're doing so really excited about all of that
2: And John, how hard is it then for people like yourself to put a line up
1: together and work, think what might work, who you can get, how, 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 what's the effort that goes into it? It depends year on year. This year was actually really difficult. Um, There wasn't an obvious stadium-level headliner out there, so we uh, kind of boxed clever and and did some interesting kind of booking that I think worked really well. You know, we we really support acts like Fallout Boy. Mm -hmm. I think they're way, uh, way more weighty and important than some people give them credit for. Uh, I think Kendrick Lamar was an obvious booking for us, um, huge huge talent super credible and did an amazing show for us a few years ago so great to have him back as well um, but it has been a lot of effort to to pull together this year um, but hopefully you know there's some real kind of highlights in there whether it's you know Post Malone or or Brockhampton or Diplo or uh, you know s- some of the great kind of indie acts we've got on as well it's really really diverse line at Rex Orange County I think will be really good so yeah, there's lots, lots of interesting things.
2: And do you have to, over the years, maybe change of the public's appetite as well a little bit for who you're going to book? Uh,
1: I kind of, I think my, my appetite and the music I love is pretty much in tune with mm. what a lot of people are into anyway. So fortunately my taste and what a lot of the general public are into is, is, is kind of marries up. Um, but it's good as well sometimes to challenge people. You know, we put De ampwood on the main stage a few years ago um, and that was a little bit to kind of have fun and mm. kind of challenge people a bit. So you can't, you can't always go with what the mainstream tell you or what radio's playing. You've got to kind of stick your neck out on a few things and keep it interesting.
2: So that was John Mack who was talking about this year's Leeds and Reading headliners. So just to reiterate, that's um, Fallout Boy, Kings of Leon and uh, Kendrick Lamar. Um, Sam, it's interesting in listening to John he's, firstly he's really passionate and secondly I thought he was quite honest about maybe the challenges of this year because there's been a bit of criticism of Leeds and Medin's lineups and yeah. I think maybe on top of the fact that um, no Glaston this year I think people maybe had great expectations of some of the other bigger events like Leeds and Medin and maybe for some people that hasn't met that what would you make of that?
0: I think it's difficult isn't it because I think it's very easy uh, when, they, when the first few lineups come out and everybody kicks off on Twitter because it's not exactly what they'd want, mm. or it's not the lineup they want but I think one thing that Leeds is good at, and I think this lineup's a good example of it, is just going, okay, let's try and cover as many demographics yeah. as we can, um, let's you know, because if you look at those three headliners, you've got three very distinct genres there, uh, in terms of music if you look at even the sub-acts and stuff there's, mm. it's that aim, isn't it, of getting something for everyone, and I think that does mean there are going to be people that are going to kick off and say, well I don't like that headliner so it's all rubbish, and Maybe just stepping back a little bit and going, you know what? It's a really diverse lineup. There's, you know, you're never going to get to a point in a festival where you've got a whole day and you're like, "There's nobody I want to see." Like, it just doesn't happen. No, exactly. And Leeds as well. The smaller stages, uh, the lower down acts. It's a really great opportunity to see bands you've never seen before, never even heard of before. Because you've got you've paid for one ticket, you can see as much music as you want on that ticket. So experiment a bit, you know what I mean.
2: And I think as well, if you go back about sort of five six years ago, it might be it might have been a little bit further back than that. But I remember quite vividly the video of Fifty Cent at Reading oh, in where oh, you got, bottled. got absolutely bottled on stage. I mean, admittedly, they have changed the bottling policy now haven't they But Yeah. But, <laughs> maybe because of that. But also, you think about. How Fifty Cent was received then, so now maybe them the being booked. It shows maybe how the festival's evolving, and maybe our music audience is evolving a little yeah, bit as
0: well. I think it felt like a bit. I mean, remember when I used to go when I the first few years I went. It was very much it was a rock and indie yeah, festival. Yeah. Like it didn't do. And the reasons people ridiculed bookings like Fifty Cent and stuff and yeah. the and the they, they were novelty even, acts in a way wasn't even it like, for that
2: for that festival? I think. Yeah,
0: like even Eminem when Eminem was booked. Mm you know which is massive yeah, and course, yeah. would have been amazing um i unfortunately didn't see it but you know really really incredible booking and people were still doing that purest thing of oh, well, it doesn't suit the festival obviously he hasn't, obviously grown,
2: he hasn't guitar in his hand
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i mean obviously this was the first was it 2002 he was first booked yeah, it was a, i mean he was, was back there recently it. as well i think it was last year wasn't yeah he it? was there last year um so I think the audiences are evolving a little bit more in that people aren't sticking to their sort of cliques of music anymore. Mm. You are going to have peers. You're going to have people that have been going to Leeds Fest since like the late, you know, 80s, early 90s when it was very much alternative music festival. And mm. you know, well, it was better then. Well, OK, but if you, I mean, if you look at the crowds every year and you look at the, the, the big acts they are still managing to book... They, they do seem to know their audience, I think.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, and Rebecca, what, what would you say about this lineup? I mean, who for you sticks out from what people play?
0: Um, to be honest, I
3: understand what you said about it being diverse, but to me, it's so diverse, I can't really tell what it's trying to do. Mm. It just seems like a lot of really different and random acts altogether. Um, I'm not really excited about any of the headliners. Some of the lower bands, I, I think, will be really good. Um, Kings of Leon for example I remember seeing them like back in 2009 That's
0: a bit of a tired headliner yeah. isn't it unfortunately mm. I think I think the spike around Kings of Leon when they were headlining a lot of festivals was a few years ago mm.
2: Yeah,
3: I, I mean,
0: mean that album's still a
3: really good album and we all know which one I mean when I say yeah. that <laughs> but I, don't, I haven't heard anything really that I've been interested in since the headline of 2009 yeah. so I don't really know why they've got top billing
2: it's an interesting one, because like you say, I mean, I think sometimes, a bit like what Sam was saying, that it's that transition, isn't it? You said, like, maybe people who were going in the heyday, for their view of heyday, like, of 80s, 90s, maybe the 2000s, I think you have to still probably book stuff to keep them coming again, don't you? Whereas, yeah. Whereas you're still evolving, and I guess that's the difficulty of a job that, like someone like John's got, I guess, a little bit. You've got to yeah. cater for the old crowd, but obviously embrace what's currently music now as well.
0: Yeah, because at some point, you get to, you know, the... The crowd that will be dyads and that will go every year. At some point, they stop going. And if you if you're only catering yeah, to exactly. them and trying to emulate previous lineups, you're going to lose that audience. You need to you need to evolve. And it's a competitive market. There's more festivals in the country now than there probably ever been. You know, they're springing up all over the shop. Even just in West Yorkshire, Bingley's getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of options for people, so they need to. I think they need to diversify just to make sure they're still bringing another generation of, of fans.
2: Exactly, and I think. Just moving um, towards the whole festival experience a little bit as well. What do we make? Then what would be your tips for people going for the first time? Like it's, there must be like a sort of list of you know golden rules you have to follow maybe as well. What do you reckon?
0: Yeah, um, dry shampoo and baby wipes. Yeah. Yeah, that's ticket. Any, any isn't girl, it really? I think that's like the first thing in the bag, isn't yeah. it? You could lose everything, and if as long as you kept hold of those two things. Hand um, gel as well, maybe. Yeah, pan is always handy Packers with the port Tissues, I carry tissues everywhere because you can't always guarantee toilet roll and port This has all become a very feminine hygiene yes. li- um, list, but it's it's important. And when you H- first hygiene's go... Hygiene's important to all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you
3: first go, you'll try and dress really nicely, you know, like Coachella and stuff yeah. like that, but you just need yeah. to yeah. give up with that and just take, like, trackers shorts yeah. and shorts and T-shirts, wellies. Be wellies.
0: comfortable as well. There's nothing worse than having to because there are long days. If you go into the arena first thing and you don't come back after the headliner, that mm. is a long old time. And you do a lot of walking. Spend a lot
2: of money doing that as well. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Do a lot of walking, you spend a lot of time sitting on effectively the hard ground, mm. you know. You want something you feel comfortable in. If you try and address like it's a, a rough you know, catwalk, it's not
2: yeah. going to work. I think it's true, isn't it? Like, like the dress side of things, is that you probably try and look your best for the first day, and then I think the second the rain hits, <laughs> yeah. you wear whatever yeah. the rest of the week. The day.
0: rain like hits, it. and then if you're like me, I've got shortish hair, so my hair looks fine for me the first day, day and a half, and then because I don't have access to my straighteners, it just does what it wants, and I look like a swamp creature, so you've just got to... Just don't be vain about it. Everyone's in the same boat. This is what I always... The people that kind of go, oh god, I couldn't go without showering for yeah, three, four yeah. days. Well, first of all, if you're that bothered, there are showers there. There Drink are cues for them, but they are there. Second of all, other than that, there's a lot of other, there's thousands of other people that also aren't showering. Like, you're all in the same smelly boat. So just do what you can with things like baby wipes and dry shampoo and just get on with it. Because if you spend all your time worrying about it, you're not going to enjoy yourself.
2: And then the other thing as well, which I'm not as experienced on, but I've been making a few notes on it. Just, um, Guess where to camp and what you're after because I think festivals and particularly Leeds, there are certain areas to camp where you know caters to what you want from your experience.
0: Yeah, there's quieter
2: areas, there's louder areas, there's areas where you're not going to get any sleep, there's areas where you probably will get a little bit if you want that. Like, yeah, I mean, I think last year I, th- I seem to remember me and my friends, it wasn't really for choice, we just that was where we got to. We camped in the purple area, which I think was the sort of quieter area. It, it
0: tends to the way it's. I don't know if it's it's still the same, but whenever I went, it sort of worked that the closer to the arena, you yeah, were exactly, yeah. the, the louder and noisier and yeah. more hectic it was. And as you move back out towards where the car parks are, that's when it tends to chill out a bit. You
2: tend to get a few more like family type people, or yeah, people, guess, you get the people
0: you. with the camper vans yeah. and stuff. I mean, I used to we used to go for a happy medium. Like we'd be we weren't miles from the arena, but I couldn't personally. I didn't like the really loud, crazy mm. sort of camps. Um, because as much as there's a you know a community atmosphere, it's not like it's dangerous or anything. But for me, I yeah, I just wanted I wanted to be able to get some sleep. I wanted to feel like it wasn't just constantly you know kicking off, people playing music or shouting and screaming. And no, it's what not for me. I,
2: what I would say from my experience last year was that it's all the purple area. I think it was the purple area and it was, it was like you said with the furthest furthest back yeah. we had a bit of a faff getting there so we just, just said to ourselves but you know what we're I can't want really to get through the door yeah. so we did um, and it was fine it was, it was it was a nice camping atmosphere around there but it was a very long walk to the yeah. That's, that's the, that's the, the flip other thing side to of that mind. that's why when you say that happy medium of maybe yeah. get a bit more involved not not a bad idea really yeah
0: we had a bit of a, we, we used to just sort of I think it was was it white I think I used to camp in or was white a bit I rather? think
2: I, I, I seem to remember that from making notes from our festival uh, group that the uh, the orange bits the loud and sort of rock yeah, yeah, yeah see
3: I went I always camped in orange Is it not? the one that's up on the big hill Yeah, and I thought it was than them places like Blue. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'd go and see friends that were camped in Blue and then when it got too much, you can escape to Orange. Okay. okay. There, okay. There, there are, are like, lots of people. <laughs> like top, like, uh, <laughs> look down point. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a bit loud, but I think it's... Doable. Mm. But I then mean, I guess
0: I would have been 17 then, so probably had more tolerance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, camping uh, on the outskirts. The main thing, obviously, with, with camping, and if you are wanting a particular spot, the maps are on the website, so you can you can take a look. Uh, Get there early. Like, what you need to bear in mind traffic on the day is going to be horrendous. Even if you've got the early entry on the Wednesday, I've heard that traffic gets quite bad even on the Wednesday because you've got all the traders going in and stuff as well. You know, people that are setting up last minute. Mm. Um, So get there with plenty of time. If you're going with a lot of friends, of, and you want to try and save a spot, that's fine, but don't be obnoxious about it. If they're not turning up until 10 o'clock at night, you can't just scare off anybody that's coming near a little circle. It you doesn't get, work like that. You be that a nice neighbour.
2: You get that a lot of festivals, that etiquette thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, fair play, if they're on the way and they're going to be there in half hour, fine. But don't be like, oh, well, my friend's not arriving until Saturday, but I need this, you know, 10 by 10 foot, mound of grass for him, like no, come on it's not cool.
2: Um, I think it's probably about time that we caught up with John um, he's telling us a little bit more now, so this is John obviously from Festival Republic as I mentioned a bit earlier John, he tells a little bit more about what he thinks about the Leeds audience and what sort of stands it out from others in across, across Europe and also about this year's potential for secret sets and um, John, I imagine a lot of people listening to this will be wondering uh, what potential will be secret sets this year, because so in all the last couple of years it usually tends to be is there anything in the pipeline for that this year?
1: Um, not, not that I can talk about. But you know, you said yourself that it's something we've done in the past, so it's possibly something we'll do in the future. We'll watch the space on that. <laughs> 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 um,
2: and John, um, I guess working on Leeds. I mean, well, yeah. what is it about Leeds Festival which really appeals to you, and what the audience, what they like?
1: I think the audience at Leeds are absolutely amazing. Um, you think about the passion for music you know and I didn't didn't fully appreciate this till I started working for the festival and going up to Leeds and seeing the crowds and these are people who are absolutely all about the music and the fact that we're you know such a big event is testimony actually to this country's passion for music you know um, there's a lot of places in the world where you put the Leeds festival line up you wouldn't do that number of tickets um, but people from Leeds and, and people who go to Leeds Festival are really into their music, it's not about fashion, it's not about food, it's not about all these other things that festivals are obsessed with, mm. it's, it's pure, it's honest and uh, it's a hell of a lot of fun as well.
2: And it seems to be fair Leeds and Reading are like a rites of passage type festival which people stay loyal to for years and years to come, I mean I know lots of people that Reading for I like in Leeds where they you know, go 10, 15, 20 years on the trot as well, that kind of stuff they must be really proud for you guys
1: I I love it I love like meeting people who've you know they'll go I went to my first Leeds festival 15 years ago and I've never missed it and uh, yeah it's great to see that you Mm. know and then you get so many people coming and it's their first year as well so to have like new people coming through falling in love with it but then people who've been with us for so long and still going and often it's the people that have been for 15 years are some of the most open-minded people you can meet Mm. because they're embracing some of the new music that we're bringing through and some of the changes that we're making you know whether it's increasing the diversity of the of the program or you know other things we're doing they're embracing of change and that's that's super positive
2: yes that was john mack who spoke to us a little bit about. A secret set so well he spoke to a little bit anyway but maybe not giving too much away Um it's interesting I think Leeds and Red in the last couple of years have very much built that idea of having a secret set I mean it's something which know glass need to do a lot I think judging from John's little wry laugh I think there's a good chance there's going to be a secret set or two this year Um first is anyone you'd like to see or expect to see the only that can be-
3: saying is Celine Dion
0: but she's obviously not going to be
2: at Leeds already <laughs> 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 I'm not sure Celine's. Uh, John, we've found the Celine Dion fan <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's John's uh, John, John didn't give that away anyway <laughs> no
0: can't imagine
2: <laughs> um, well, well on our um, on our Facebook page there's been a few because we we've got our Leeds um, Festival 2018 Facebook page and we put it out there to some of the people that are going this year the people they'd like to see or expecting to see some of Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes uh, mm-hmm. NERD uh, oh,
0: any idea would be so good. Yeah,
2: that'd be a, that'd be a good signing. Um, Twenty one Pilots, uh, churches. I think churches could be a possibility. To be fair, but um, a few like that. And I think one of the ones that keeps them a lot is uh nineteen seventy five, which would be interesting because they're expected to release their third album in the next couple of months. Mm. Got no tour dates confirmed at the minute, um, and but they're put, they put them very active on social media. I mean, this could be. You put. No one said anything but put putting two and together. You could maybe allude to they could be playing maybe potentially. Okay. Should be interesting. Um, although we had the chat with, the um, well, record had a chat with uh, Matt Healy's mum, Denise Welsh, the famous Curry and Loose woman appearance <laughs> person. Loose woman. <laughs> I think like, oh. we're just gonna call her a loose, loose woman yeah. and leave it there. Then <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't save it. Greatly, She's
0: also starring in Calendar Girls at Leeds Grand Theatre next week. Just to give her that plug. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah I was
3: having a chat with her and I thought you know I'd cheekily slide in a question and see if we could get any secret information but she didn't have any clue she said she'd be the last person to know anyway because she was still waiting for him to ring her back
0: so this needs to be a Matt Healy please ring your mum <laughs> uh, <laughs> section of the podcast Proper appeal. she misses you she doesn't know where you are or what you're doing <laughs> And I reckon if she's at the Grand and you maybe, possibly might be going to Leeds Fest, you know, you could hook up, you could drop <laughs> tea.
2: <laughs> she's there for, what, two, three weeks? It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: she's be around. Like, you can have a nice mummy Sunday, it'll be lovely. Yeah,
2: so she's in a secret set, you know. <laughs> just <dropping laughs> Maybe this, let uh, your mum know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she'll be in Leeds all the same time, so yeah. I think one of the ones which come up a lot over the last couple of months but has died off now, probably, rightfully, was... um as it monkeys a lot of people i think again put Whoa. two and two together well, this
0: was one we talked about quite early on yeah, wasn't it, it was, because yeah. i think at the time before the headliners came out we were looking at their location yeah
2: exactly they were this, i think there still might be with a with the album there. and
0: stuff and the fact that we were like well these are an obvious choice yeah. you know ho- you know yorkshire festival only mm. up the road from their hometown would it be a great comeback but then it all sort of filtered out again didn't it we yeah. sort of had that rush of excitement around the Arctic Monkeys and then they were like no we're not and it was like oh yeah Mel-
2: <laughs> I mean, Melvin Ben the festival director said they're not that doesn't necessarily mean they won't be but because we've seen that in the past with festivals and events but yeah. it looks maybe not um, I, f- I wouldn't be surprised maybe for the headline next year potentially if they don't do I'm this wondering
0: year. yeah whether this year wasn't isn't happening because they're gearing up was in. well actually we want you know, top doing billing
2: yeah and they are doing a lot yeah because that's, that's, that's the other thing isn't it would you expect a band of the calibre and sort of the amount of albums Got some when you said like
0: rd for the secret set well, yeah, yeah. it'd be absolutely class but half of me's going nah they deserve to be on the poster surely if you've got yeah. even the chance to book someone like that but
2: then I guess last year they had the um, Queen's of Stone Age and obviously oh, band, they obviously big band they did a secret set last year there's been quite a few but big calibre artists on secret
0: sets well, yeah, they are yeah. yeah. so when it comes to secret sets and so for somebody maybe going to the festival for the first time or somebody that's trying to get in on these for yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. what how do you find out what's the protocol how does it work
2: my tips from experience would be i think check social media and twitter particularly twitter there's a lot of rumors on there Mm -hmm. uh, and you've got to siphon through that but you'll get used to knowing what might be legit what might not be um like if you see celine dion fragment say maybe you know that i would say
0: (laughs) no it's rebecca just spamming (laughs) to her Um, but um
2: desperately praying yeah (laughs) but like if you go through it and um you might see the same names recur which is usually a good steer. Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a few really good websites online as well. Um, if, you, if you search secret sets, you'll get to them. Yeah. But the, the main thing to do is get the app, because once you're there, the app will tell you um, all the secret sets. So here. they do...
0: Because n- I suppose do, it, yeah. even, you know, obviously keeping it secret up until... It happens is the main thing, but they don't want to discourage people exactly. from knowing it's happening at all. Well, they the need thing, to get people it? there, don't they? And there
2: was a bit of chatter on our um, Facebook page about that that point, actually, because a lot of people were saying they like the idea of secret sex, but they don't like how they've gone down the line now sort of telling you when it's going to be a little bit, because... Mm. You like the idea of a movie, just discovering someone. But I think if yeah. you're booking a big, big act, it'll be going to play for 20 them. people are of so. No,
0: exactly. And as much as, you know, in that kind of hipster way, it's, oh, well, I was one of the, you know, tiny group of people that saw them. But come on, you, they want a crowd. Yeah, exactly.
2: And, uh, just
0: and I don't think it's fair either, when people have paid money, if these secrets that stay underground and aren't announced and you think oh well I would have loved to have seen that but yeah, exactly. there's, there's, it can be secret to an extent can't it and,
2: and yeah, just, um, just on the point about the app so if you get, get yourself the official festival app that'll, so that'll tell you and it also if you if the set times are all available now anyway so if you look you'll find I think it's on Sunday as well there's um there's about an hour gap on the main stage on Sunday Ooh. so I would imagine there might be a secret set on the main stage on Sunday that's
0: handy if you're
2: yeah, already there exactly, stick yeah, around get a pint it, exactly and then usually nearer the time it might say um, to be confirmed or something on there yeah, yeah. which again usually suggests it's a secret set the, I think this year pull, by the looks it's going to be one of the main stage and I think there'll certainly be one in a tent they usually have one in a tent like, yeah. I, uh, when I went to Reading a few years ago I saw Falls in a tent there, and they were a secret set and, and what tends to go but not always is that you might do a secret set this year and then you sort of tie you in for headlines slot next year so that's what it tends to look at like, really
0: brilliant watch that space on spaces.
2: <laughs> and then, um, should we catch up with John? Just, on, just another point of order on the line, really. It's um, become more and more current now, I guess, um, with sort of diversity of artists. Um, I might have a chat with John about, sort of particularly gender, but just how difficult it is to maybe get that right balance of acts. So, here's what he's got to say. I know, obviously, um, I guess, from like yourself and your company, wh- when you're looking at a lot, gender diversity has become more of an issue. Is that, well, not an issue so much, but more of a consideration. Is that a difficult thing to work around when you're trying to book artists as well, or...?
1: No, um, there's, we're very fortunate that there's a huge amount of uh, incredibly good female talent. Mm. And we've got multiple stage headliners this year across the program that are female. So, um, you know, we're, 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 uh, we're reflecting that. And, um, you know, Kate Nash is one of the most popular acts within our community. She's headlining it. Uh, one of the stages, um, you know, Annie Mac is a huge name. So we've, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, a lot of females on the lineup, a lot of great females, and you know we've we've had female headliners recently as mm. well. Um, and you know there are many festivals that can't say that. No, exactly. So you know I think uh, I think uh, music's in a good place, and and we'll continue to embrace diversity, whether it's you know gender or ethnic or whatever
2: and for yourself then over the festival weekend uh, in terms of enjoying it is it more a case of looking back when it's finished to think that was that was great went well i wanted to or can you actually get out and about
1: over the weekend and watching the artists and acts yeah yeah I, t- I try and see as much as i possibly can mm. um i mean i'll always be getting calls saying oh this person's not happy with this on the rider or are these guest <laughs> lists okay and i get pulled away but uh, i always try and get to all the stages and i always try to get to leeds and reading across the weekend it's pretty exhausting um, yeah, I tend to enjoy it afterwards rather than during but, uh, but yeah it's, it's, it's good for me to see what people are excited about as well
2: and I guess being in Leeds, I've been I ask a very open question away, but a um, leading question do you have one you prefer more, Leeds or Reading?
1: Obviously Leeds, yeah <laughs> <laughs> talking to you I'm going to say that aren't I? <laughs> all They're very part. different festivals and I encourage people to try both but the Leeds site is just one of the best sites in Europe which, and the late night programme is fantastic uh, and that's something really to other festivals are super jealous of.
2: It's so. true because I've been to both for the last couple of years and um, I lived in the South West quite a while and I was really surprised how different um, leads us to Reading for argument's sake because they're very different festivals aren't they despite being similar artists under the same umbrella?
1: Yeah, uh, there's huge similarities but... Um, but Due to our licence in Leeds, we're able to do a lot more late night activity mm. and the stuff we do with Relentless, um, Piccadilly Party, this new arena that we're doing, and a um, which we're launching this year. So there's great diversity late, and that does sort of change the dynamic a bit. And um, I think it's great added value.
2: Um, and can you tell us a little bit about the new arena as well? What we can expect?
1: Um, it's a, it's a it's a really cool production. Uh, it's in the woods. Um, and it's just something a bit different it's not there to compete with the other late night arenas mm. it's just another offering, another opportunity uh, for people, a bit more choice
2: And John, just finally, if um, you're looking at a lineup and maybe tipping someone to watch this year people might have not have heard of or just your recommendations who would you say to want and see this year?
1: Uh, so on the hip-hop front, check out Lil Pump check out Nines, he's super, super uh, UKMC, uh, Post Malone obviously, Brockhampton will be really cool. On the dance side of things, Hannah Wants or Smash It yet again. Diplo is a complete legend, and we are obsessed with him and what he does with Major Lazer. He'll be somebody who will be highly regarded in in the future. Uh, Wolf Alice and Nothing But Thieves on a kind of indie indie rock tip. Um, Panic at the Disco, hugely underplayed. Great, great artist, uh, and they'll put on a massive show. Stuff we're talking to them about, super, super exciting. So, a lot of different things for, for people to uh, enjoy.
2: John, thank you much, for your time and good luck with the festival this year. Cool, it? absolute
1: pleasure, nice to meet you. Awesome, thank you.
2: So, yeah, John made some interesting points there, I thought, about the sort of gender diversity and sort of, um, I guess, diversity in acts as well, a little bit in terms of like genres. Um, looking at that like this year, I think the first thing that stands out is yes the three male headline acts which when John says they've got the headline acts and a decent balance of women I think what he means is that if you look at some of the other stages there's mm-hmm. like certain headline acts I mean he mentions Kate Nash he mentions um, Hannah Wants I guess there's Annie Mac and I guess uh, Wolf Eyes a female lead singer it isn't quite balanced I don't think
0: <laughs> well the thing that I think the mix in the other stages is, is fine and I think you can see that but when you look at what's that for me like the alternative stage if you look at the the top billing there that is all male comedians Mm. now surely in this day and age we can figure it out to get some more female names in there I
2: think when you look at like as we were just talking about off air I think you look at like say Sarah Pascoe yeah Lashling
0: B uh, and and
2: Catherine Ryan Catherine Ryan there's so
0: and the thing is it's taken a while, but they are breaking into panel shows a bit more. Mm. They're breaking into, like, the BBC comedy round a little bit more. We are seeing mm. more women on TV, more I'd funny women. just,
3: like, they were just as big as Joel Dommett or Chris uh, Ramsey, yeah. especially Sarah Pascoe.
0: Yeah, definitely. So could uh, we have may, not tried maybe the some case, female comedy? Maybe Come in the
2: case of Catherine Ryan movies have become too big, I don't know, but, like, maybe that's the flip side of the but,
0: but look at Harry Hill. Yeah, yeah. Tell I mean, you couldn't got Joe... Bra- well, maybe not Joe Brand, but, you know, I just... It would have been nice. There to are a
3: few. Tiff Stevenson, she's there. But that's the whole point. We should be straining to see. If we should be to girls. find them.
0: Mm. But, you know, I mean, maybe it's a fucking issue, isn't it? I mean, you can aim for your perfect lineup, doesn't mean you'll get it. so...
2: No, exactly. But it and is I, difficult. And I think, to be fair, I guess, um, I know Festival Public are sort of following the, um, a lot of the campaigns that they meant to make. Th- Feels more diverse, and, and uh, in fairness, I know Melvin Ben was talking a little bit back about, is that the way to go? Is it mm-hmm. uh, is is a quota the right way? Because is it a bit insulting to the actor on there? Because if you see you've oh, a quota, yeah, so it, I mean the it's thing is, I'm not sure this, you can this go this back
0: and what, forth because this conversation comes up every time there's like an all-female shortlist yeah, for yeah. a problem I think it's that balance between accepting that there is an issue that needs to be resolved, mm. so more women need to be brought into this lineup. Sometimes people take quotas quite drastically and go, well, it means that they're not there on merit. Well, no, it doesn't. It just means that sometimes to get that change through, you have to do something a bit more radical. Set some sort
2: of precedent. Yeah,
0: and I think what most people find is that it's not saying that, you know, other acts are being turned down because they're just hiring anything that's, a fe- that's female, mm. that's silly. But if it does force bookers to, act, to actively think about female representation as opposed to well we'll see what it looks like at the end I think that's the important bit
3: yeah because I think sometimes people don't realise that they're slightly biased and they might be exactly. only really looking at male bands they might just mm. not realise that that's what they're doing
2: yeah uh, and I think it could, probably goes back to that thing we mentioned a bit early on is that probably I'm just looking at the library and now I think as a festival probably the Leeds of at a state where they're evolving a little bit mm-hmm. and they're probably not in some people's eyes pretty perfect to the minute in terms of what no. the music offering is and maybe the diversity offering, but I guess they would argue that they are trying to go in the right direction in culture. Yeah. This.
0: And if they're being more experimental and they're thinking about diversity in terms of genres and stuff, which I think they are starting to do even if it can look a bit kinda of smushed together as you mm-hmm. were saying earlier, then surely it's the perfect time to experiment with looking at things like, you know, gender diversity and making sure that you've got a good sort of showing on those aspects as well.
2: Yeah, exactly. And um, I guess just just going on to something else that John said as well. He give you his tips this year. He tried to it's quite good actually. He tried to like define certain genres because I think as we said a minute ago, we talked about a few times now. You know, it is a bit of a mix this year of mm-hmm. what's there and diverse. I guess to a degree. Like um, I think looking at myself, there's a few. <sighs> I have to admit, speaking as a sort of indie boy, it's difficult to sort of see greatly past that. I guess a little bit. But yeah, I'd like to sort. Of, I think I think the tips that I would sort of say. I think we're worth catching more fires they their great live. Like, if you can get to see the horrors as well they're a bit, you know, not quite as current maybe not anymore, but they're still really good live. fair. Uh, the Vaccines are a great
0: vaccine, festival band the Vaccines are great live, consistently yeah. good live um, it'd, be, it'd
2: be interesting what happens to the Vaccines because I always think actually they probably deserve a slightly higher crack at the whip a little bit you know what I mean? Like I, th- yeah, I, th- I think they're really good as a festival band and their last album's very good as well so it'd be interesting where they go next um, and obviously Dua Lipa will be a oh, I
3: love
2: that one <laughs> <laughs> Dua Lipa and Celine Dion, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I just think she's just badass. <laughs> um, slaves are really, uh, if you want something a bit heavier but fun, Slaves are quite good live. There's only two of them, like, They're playing
3: at the O2 in, um, in November. As yeah, well. yeah,
2: they are coming to Leeds. A lot of, me, a lot of the acts on are coming to Leeds. Yeah,
3: Tom Grennan is as well.
0: I think one thing I will say though is if you can, go see something yes. completely different at yes. least once every day. Yeah, get some out like your comfort festival gone. is such a perfect environment to just see what happens um, and I think if you get too rigid in your planning of oh we'll run to this stage and then we'll be back in time for that, it can take some of the fun out of it, particularly if, if it's a band you've maybe seen before so pick something else, talk to people get recommendations, like I said I would not even have known who the Rapture were if it wasn't for Drunk Man on a bus And that I did one day we'll be reunited maybe, maybe on the same bus and <sighs> I can thank him but you know, it's those experiences I think that stand out to you at festivals. It's the times that you were completely surprised by something. So, don't be scared to just, you know, free moment, wander into a tent, and see what's going on.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think um, that's the thing, isn't it? It's just about discovering something new, and there is enough time to do that. And, of and, they, there is. and the thing is, what I would always say to people a bit like you loon to: if you plan too much, you never you're get anywhere. Yeah,
0: you are never going to run it on a military drill. I think people rapid, like, grossly underestimate. The distance between yeah. some of the stages at Leeds, because it all looks quite compact when yeah, you look exactly. at it, but if you're trying to make your way through a main stage crowd to get back to the, you know, the other tents, oh my God, you're just getting through the people is one thing, let alone covering the distance, and you're just going to end up really tired and fully really exhausted and just fed up, like just chill out a bit exactly and the thing is you've got to sing this camp. you're probably quite drunk as well so it's true <laughs> running drunk is yeah. just not easy and you know you don't want to spend the rest of the weekend in the first aid tent because you ran into a pole or something inevitably <laughs> you'll
2: probably get drunk and just be fixated on the fun fair or something like that maybe you know. yeah
0: although don't go on the waltzes if you've had like a few pints like let's not make it harder for the attendants than it already that, is at one of the
3: festivals I can't remember what year it was but it was pretty soon around the time that Amy Winehouse died mm. and he, he was there and I'd got so drunk that I'd, like, cast a Harry Potter spell on him. Obviously, he didn't know this. But then I just sat on the floor in the middle of his set and just cried. And, like, all my friends were drink as well, so they were not bothered. But, yeah, that's... See,
0: that, I that's that was a cautionary tale if I've ever heard one. Don't yeah. get so drunk that you try and hex Pete <laughs> Doherty and then cry on the floor.
2: Oh, the festal memories you'll remember forever. Well,
0: yeah, treasured, <laughs> treasured moments. <Yes. laughs> Once you just say... I'm doing my mum voice again like I did before Live at Leeds, but... Remember, there is a first aid tent if you are in a bad way, if you've drunk too much, sunsc- you know, sunstroke's a real risk as well. Look after yourself, look after your mates. Find an attendant if someone's in a bad way. Um, obviously, we don't endorse taking any illegal substances, but if you see somebody, or if somebody you know has, get them to, you know, medical help as soon as you mm-hmm. can if they don't look right, because it can be all the difference. can make all the it. difference catching it early and getting them treatment.
2: And um, on the subject of sort of all the key things that you need to know, and all the sort of I guess slightly boring but worthy stuff we say, yeah, <laughs> we we will have every single base covered on our website. You know, in terms of your traffic and travel getting there, yep. your, your weather forecast, that kind of stuff to help you pack for what you need to take and all that kind of stuff. So if you follow. Um, if you go on our Facebook page which is the uh, Leeds Festival 2018 group which has got quite a few lot of members the last couple of weeks um, mm-hmm. selling tickets which is interesting yeah <laughs> if
0: you're still um, looking for tickets there do seem to be a few people on there that are trying to shift those maybe they can't go anymore maybe uh, they've got an extra one so plenty of people selling on there
2: and obviously we'll have a lot of the more sort of funner stuff as well like the, the sort of great videos and photos and all that kind of stuff coming from the festival as well so we'll, we'll put that on there and we'll also put on our website which is uh, wwwleeds livecouk and um, I think I guess what all is left to say is just have a, have a great festival I think
0: yeah pace yourselves tip bin liners because bin liners are so useful for everything if it rains you can sit on them you can put dirty things in them take spare shoes I just sound like my mother my god it's happened
2: and I, I, just one little tip because I noticed it last year I was quite fascinated by it it was a um, they have a McFlurry stand at Leeds now. I don't know how long that's ever been there They're for. There? Yeah, like last year. when I went. Last year. I've been done. I'd have
0: rinsed that.
2: Because I've, 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 <laughs> I've, I've been to I've been crying
0: under the McFlurry machine.
2: I've been to Edinburgh a few times previously. Um, I don't know if it's like a deal they have, but they didn't have it there. But um, yeah, they've got like, it's shaped like a McFlurry as well. So I was really fascinated by it at one point. But the queues are massive. But yes. Oh, I can imagine. I would say, just for novelty's sake, I guess, goes to that. It'd be quite cool to go yeah. to. Yeah,
0: if you don't want to lug your crates in from your car to the camping area, we've got details on the website right now on how you can order your beer to just pick up at the campsite, Ice nice and cold, cold. Yeah, I mean, being a bit of a beer snob, you will have to drink Carling, but we'll look. Over awesome, that. must
2: be. Oh no, it's not Carling; it's Carlsberg. Is it
0: Carlsberg? Carlsberg. Oh, we've oh, so so we, we've, we've yeah. graduated a, a rung up the beer ladder. That's Pro- nice. Probably the. Uh, <laughs>
2: I they wouldn't I want to know. finish off the slug because I've not advertised so it's fine <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no have a brilliant festival keep an eye on Leeds send us your pictures as well if you want to send us a snap of yourselves over the weekend we'd love to see them yes and um, all you said it. goodbye bye, bye.